But I think the lesson is stay out of restaurants. If you do go into <laughs> restaurants, wear a mask and right. social distance. The end. Right. Right. <laughs> then you ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have people in the restaurant, so I think it's going to be fine. He, I don't think he's going to yeah. have that problem. Especially when you tell people, I don't need your money. You know, telling a black person, I don't need your money is... Ooh. You're listening to the Snob OS Podcast. The podcast for Apple Snobs. Hey, this is Nika Montford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And you're listening and or watching the Snob OS Show, the show where we talk all things Apple and then some. Welcome back, everybody. We are back post-Thanksgiving, fresh off all of the turkey and cobblers and pies and cakes and all that good stuff to bring you another episode of the Snobboist Show. First, we want to start off by thanking all of our patrons who were just in our pre-show. You too can have access to our pre-show for just um, $5 a month. You will get access not only to the pre-show, but to our um, live taping, which is done every Wednesday starting at 6 p.m., as well as our Discord chat, which will likely go over to a Facebook group starting um, in January of 2021. Let's hope we make it. We have, what, 30, <laughs> what, 30, what, 29 days left of 2020? Um, I think mm-hmm. the countdown is probably on for most people because we are ready to at least turn the page on 2020. We don't know how much better 2021 is going to be, but it has to be better than 2020. So I think a lot of us are hanging hanging our hats on, on that. So let's go ahead and dive into the show. Let's start with the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. So the first thing um, we have on deck is that, um, what is it? Uh, Google Project Zero found a um, vulnerability um, in iOS. Um, and essentially, this vulnerability allows um, someone to have control over your iPhone if you're on, on Wi-Fi. Um, it was patched um, by Apple um, earlier this year. Um, and essentially, um, yes, it was at... A, did I call it? I, I call it Project Zero, but that's Google's um, mm-hmm. vulnerability research unit. Um, and you know, with ethical hacking and all those types of things, um, they are now really showing what what the vulnerability could have done. Now that it's patched, um, Ian Beer, um, who was the researcher who found this, um, he outlined on on today, well, yesterday, Tuesday. Um, and he, he he spent apparently about six months doing a PLC, which is proof of concept, um, to on this exploit to see how effective it is. Um, and so um, he wrote a, a blog post about it, and it described um, how an attacker could um, access your your iPhone remotely um, with um, with Wi-Fi. And my understanding is. You just need, you don't need to be, you just need to be in range 
of of the Wi-Fi of the person who you are trying to get access to. Um, and it looks like it was fixed back in 13.5 iOS um, mm-hmm. back in May. Um, and, and it's interesting. It says that um, it only covers users who um, have installed the patch. But I'm assuming, I don't know if it specifically says it um, in the article, but I'm assuming that any patches that were in iOS 13 were ported over to 15, especially one of, of, of this nature. Um, I, I find it interesting. I don't know if there was a specific reason around the, um, around the, I guess, releasing of this blog post that described the, the issue since it has been, you know, what, seven, eight months since the, the, since the patch was deployed. It's just clickbait, you know. Uh, Apple is one of, but fair enough. Um, Apple is one of these major companies, so you don't be surprised that they get extra scrutiny, uh, even by you know people who are trying to find vulnerabilities with Apple software. Uh, rightfully so, because Apple has put out a a bounty to where you know Apple, according to this story. Apple will pay up to $1 million for the discovery of certain vulnerabilities in the software. So, you know, Apple being such a big company, you know, they are more likely, allegedly, to let things slip. So it makes sense for people like this guy to try to see if they can find vulnerabilities, not only because Apple is a big company, but because it's they'll Apple. get a reward for yeah. it, right? Right. And it's f- f- ethical hacking, like you mentioned. In the sense that, you know, if you do find this, you bring it to Apple's attention, they patch it before crazy damage is caused, mm-hmm. right? But more importantly, I don't want to say importantly, but more specifically as to why something like this will pop up, it's because of clickbait. Apple, vulnerability, it's news, right? I mean, because they mentioned that this story was written in December, uh, what, yesterday? What, today? Today. No, rather. Tuesday. But the, but it was patched, right, but it was patched in May, May with iOS 13.5. Since I, between iOS 13.5 and iOS 14, 14. I think we're on 14.0.1 or something like that, there's been multiple little releases, I know, because my job is to, <laughs> you know, uh, update 30,000 devices <laughs> with the latest iOS software, right? So... There's been multiple patches since then, so it, it is kind of curious, but it kind of isn't that this story will come up now, um, obviously being because it's Apple. Yeah, and we're on version. I just checked my phone to see how big of the gap. We're on 14.2.1, so right. it's almost a full cycle uh, of patches. So I, I guess when you put it that way, definitely it's clickbait because... I guess Apple has been getting too much positive news, especially with the M1 chip. Everyone has really been raving about um, the M1 chip devices. So I guess he was like, let me go ahead and and rain on y'all's parade a little bit. And if you're only a headline reader, if you were to see this, because this is, I just pulled, we're reading a story from Cult of Mac. Um, but there were, when I was looking um, for stories today, there were a lot of other, you know, places that had, you know, links, uh, titles that were, you know, 
someone can control your iPhone over Wi-Fi. So if you don't read right. the article, you would think, oh my God, someone can hack my phone and doubt because one of the articles I read, it was like, you can download their sensitive data. All you need to do is be in close proximity to the Wi-Fi. You can take advantage of the, the vulnerability um, and people can like start to freak out and say, what's going on? And you know how people love to jump to social media and start to put it on there. If you're just a headline reader, you could think that, oh my God, I'm in immediate danger of being hacked, not realizing that this was fixed seven months ago. So, you know, I just right. find it and interesting. Most of us are, and most of us are headline readers. Yeah. <laughs> because and I, the yeah. things I've seen on social media, it's like, wait a minute, you know, this is like four years old. And they go, <laughs> oh, my bad. Oops. <laughs> so it's like, we, we as a whole, we have to start to read, you know, not specifically just for this story. In, but general. in general. Because these journalists, these tech bloggers, these people, they, they, they do their SEO keyword search. Mm -hmm. They know what trends and what doesn't. So, you know, I'm not surprised that this is news now. And it's, and it's news yeah, and it's not just with this one site. It's on all the sites. It's the top story on all the sites, if you go to any of them, you will see um, that this is the top story, even though it's months old and his uh, post, he just wrote it, what, yesterday or today, but um, mm -hmm. it was something, you know, you know, in COVID in 2020 years is, I mean, time is probably like five years ago by right. now. But right. um, yeah, so it's just interesting to see. I'm, I'm glad, you know, that it's got the visibility and people are aware, but I think it's equally important for people to realize that this was caught in and fixed back in, in May. But I just find it interesting that it's something that was on literally the top story on all the tech sites today. So, mm -hmm. all right. So let's move on into a little bit more happier news um, on the Mac side of the house. Um, and one chip I mentioned before how, you know, everyone is impressed with it, how great it is. And, you know, was zipping through is really fast. It's really slick. Everybody likes it. Well, um, recently, um, a lot of times within Mac OS as you can boot up a windows, um, version for lack of a better term. Well, apparently within the M1 world, the Windows virtualization is faster than even Microsoft's Surface Pro X. Um, apparently it's really snappy, it's really quick. It moves around pretty well and like everything else M1 related, um, the way you can use your Windows, a Windows machine on your Mac has um, improved as well. So not only are you getting an improved um, Apple device, you're able to run a Windows um, virtualization, a Windows OS inside your Mac that's actually, it seems to be better than using it on an actual uh, Microsoft device. Right, so that's the, that's the key, right? Microsoft software runs faster on Apple's hardware, faster than Microsoft's hardware. Mm -hmm. You know, if that, if I didn't confuse it, you know, so it's interesting. Now, of course, this is all simulated. Yeah. You know, this is not, I don't think it was put to any sort of real world tests, but, and no shade to Microsoft, right? 
Um, right. But it just goes to show how good that, the M1 chip well, is. Maybe, maybe, right. Maybe a little bit of shade to Microsoft <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Apple meant that, you know, but it, it's, it's friendly competition because, you know, they work together on a lot of things, specifically, you know, uh, office software works way better than, you know, Apple's version of pages and keynote, keynote and numbers yeah. so there's a there's some back and forth there you know friendly competition but they but, still have to work you know, together right um i was reading the story to where you know craig Federighi, uh Feger, Federighi, uh vp of software engineering mentions that the arm version of windows the current version of windows 10 could run natively on apple silicon m1 max without any sort of virtualized virtualization without any sort of porting you know, you know, I could just buy, I should be able to just buy Windows 10 for Microsoft. But according to him, that's really up to Microsoft, which I don't see that happening because, no. you know, you, uh, there's still competition. User, right. Well, and, you know, what's good for the goose, right? Yeah. Um, micro, Apple's not selling Mac OS to Windows users to run natively. No. You know, <laughs> now that they got Big Sur, now that it's, now that this virtualized and optimized for ARM and silicon, the opposite can, can be true. If if um, if uh, Windows 10 can run natively on a Mac now, according to Craig Federighi, then the opposite should be true to where you know Windows uh, Mac OS could be able to run natively, natively on, on, but they ain't doing that. So no. <laughs> they're not giving that up. No, no. Right. But I just think I think the headline is great, and it really does kind of put Microsoft in the hot seat, um, where you know folks are saying, "Well, why should I even buy a Windows machine when I can buy a Mac and get a Windows as well, and it works better?" So um, I, well, I, I so so what they did so what they didn't what what Apple what this story and what Apple was really specific about was. They compared a 999 M1 MacBook Air and the 999 Surface Pro X, which is comparable in far as price. Mm -hmm. We all know that you can get a Windows PC for, for $299. Less $149. Right. <laughs> right. The cheapest Mac M1 Mac you can get is the Mac Mini, and that's at $699. I think it's what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, so you got to pick and choose how you want to compare these, right? Because mm. you could say all day long that it's faster. Well, I ain't got $99 fast. Yeah. <laughs> what I got is $300 fast. Can I get that in a Mac? No? Okay, I'm going to stick with my Windows. <laughs> or a Black Friday 149 special. It's like, look. Right. So, right. yeah. But I just, I, I think it's just adding more and more credence to, to M1 um, for folks who were already in the market and who have a budget of, $9.99 to $1,200 or whatever the range is. Or if you want to drop it down to the minis, $6.99 to, to $12.99. So, so yeah. So I just thought that was a very interesting read um, just to show how how much the M1 chip, uh, how well it's still doing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, everyone's still pretty pleased with it. So, right. so yeah. All right. The last thing um, in Apple news, we were just talking about the different iOS versions um, when we were talking about um, the the vulnerability. Um, apparently, the iOS 14.3 um, beta, um, this is the third version of the beta, and iPad OS 14.3 
beta three has been shipped out to developers to start doing their testing and doing their development of their apps. So it looks like this latest version, um, it came out today, which is Wednesday. Um, and apparently it features a couple of things that are of interest, including Apple Pro Raw, the photo uh, mode for the iPhone 12 Pro lines, um, which allows for, I think, the editing of high-res videos directly on the device. Um, and it looks like iOS uh, 14, it, it includes a, an update of some new features as well, including uh, home screen widgets. We've talked about that before. I can customize your home screen. Um, plug to Terrence for his um, Apple News story on PC Mag that showed up on his widget. Um, a new mm-hmm. um, compact UI um, app library for all of your apps and a redesigned messages app. So it looks like uh, we may get this um, a new um, update fairly soon. Um, it doesn't look like it was released with much fanfare um, and it was done over the Thanksgiving break. So I guess probably in the next few months or so, probably the first quarter of 2021, we'll likely see uh, a new update to iOS 14. All right. So keep an eye out for that. And it looks like it will be compatible on a whole line of products. It looks like it covers the gamut of, of what it covers. Now it doesn't look like anything has been dropped um, from the previous iOS 14 release. So uh, nope. you should be still most most folks should still be should be still good to go with when this update is released. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you want to talk about in Apple News before we move on over? Uh, nope. All right. Cool. All right. Let's head on over to Second String where we talk all other tech. Um, it's been kind of a light, uh, tech news week. Uh, I was on the struggle bus trying to find some things this week to talk about. But one thing that I did, um, uh, see is the Google Authenticator app, um, for iOS. So it now gets the dark theme, um, that many developers like. And also you can do a bulk transfer of your two-factor accounts, um, that would have been great for me when I got my new iPhone 12 because I didn't back up all of my authentic. I have what two I use the Google and the Microsoft Authenticator for different apps, and I had mm-hmm. to go around the bend to get them all back set up. But, um, yeah, so it looks like the um, Android version. Um, of this update was done um, earlier this year. So now the update comes on over to iOS. Um, So it looks like um, when you do the two-step verification, when you log into sites, um, it's simpler. Um, It allows you to do bulk um, transfers of, of your accounts. And again, like I said, for the, it gets a little bit of a, a, update a fresh new coat of paint so to speak on the dark mode theme um it doesn't look like it's too i'm reading an article from nine to five google um yeah that's pretty much the biggest things on there i mean they're pretty big things but that seems pretty much to be
be what the new um, the new update covers for um, iOS. And like I said, it already was moved. It was already rolled out for um, Android devices, which makes sense because it is uh, Android based um, application. So, so yeah, that's pretty much it with with that. Do you yeah. use any of? Do you use um, Google Authentic- Authenticator? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- yeah, I use a LastPass authenticator. Mm. And but surprisingly, I am maybe I haven't checked in a while, but um a lot of services applications still think that the old not old school, but people are okay with just using the text message method of two-factor authentication. And I think I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not. Um but it's really advised to use an authenticator app um, over just getting a text message with a code. Not to say it's, I don't even know if there has been proven cases to say it is weaker. It's just more, you're going to get more, um, in the long run, eventually that text message method will go away. Mm -hmm. So it's much better right now to go ahead and and switch over to using a authenticator app or there's some other ways you can do two factor. You you can use a secure key. I think I've even seen some USB. um, Like the RSA keys. Yeah, right, right. The RSA keys to where you can use it that way. It's a hassle. It's a headache. You know, I had a client a couple of weeks ago who upgraded her device or upgraded her Apple ID and Apple makes you do two factor authentication. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and she was upset <laughs> because it's like, now nah, I got to every time I log into something, I got to use this code or I got to have another device because Apple, you know, they make you jump through some hoops, yeah. Jack, to where you got to have another device on you. And yeah. if you're in the bedroom and you're trying to do something and it says, Enter the code found on this other. Now you got to get, get up and, and go find that device. And, and, it's, and the battery's dead. You got to plug it up. And it's just a whole thing, right? Yeah. But in the long run, it's, you're going to appreciate uh, yes. it if something happens. And nobody wants to hear that because until something happens, right? Until it happens, mm-hmm. right? Then you know, uh, then everybody's like, "Oh, what do I do? What do I do?" So all that to say, you know, two-factor authentication via an app like Google Authenticator, Microsoft Authenticator. Like I said, I use LastPass. There's a couple other Authenticator apps out there. If your app services, if your accounts, if your websites, um, if it's uh, compatible, you definitely want to switch over to using an app because, again, that's going to give you security down the road. Yeah, and I think a lot, like you mentioned with Apple, a lot of companies are honestly forcing people to you know, go ahead and do that. I mean, even if it's just a text vert, the text messaging version is, I guess they're getting people used to the idea. And then eventually Mm. I I agree. It's going to come to a point where the text messaging option is going to go away and you're going to have to. Because there's so many, because everything is on the web. Everything is on the cloud. You got to sign into every and anything, you know, you can't use hardly any piece of tech without having to create an account for it, mm-hmm. you know? So eventually, you know, there's going to be some massive something and they're going to force us all over because something major thing has been hacked. So might as well just do it now. Yep. Save yourself some trouble and make it a little bit easier for yourself. 
All right. Um, the other thing that um, we have in second string, um, you know, we've all been, well, not all, most of us have been in lockdown. Can't go to the movies, you know, I think there's some drive-ins, but a lot of people have been using a house party or in who in this particular article's case, Hulu's watch party feature where you can send a link, a group of you can get together and start a movie and watch together in your respective homes. Previously for Hulu, you only had the watch party feature for um, the ad-free plans. So if you had, you mm -hmm. know, the higher tiered um, plans, you could only use this feature. Now, Hulu has made it available for everyone. So regardless of what tier or what plan you're on in Hulu, you now have access to Watch Party. So you can watch, especially comes, I think it comes in handy now specifically now that we're actually in December Christmas movies are abound. People can't, you know, socialize like they used to. So you want to watch a Christmas movie, you can get together and use this watch party and watch um, a movie with um, with up to seven other Hulu account subscribers. So you can get together right. and, and watch a movie together. So I thought that was and, very kind of them to yeah. extend it to everybody and not just have it on the premium tiers. Right. And not only that, you watch it together you can react in real time mm -hmm. through the chat function so it gives you like that twitter live tweet you know, feel yeah that feel to where you know you're watching something and somebody says something funny or whatever the case may be or you just want to you know make fun of whatever the case mm -hmm. may be you can do that via their uh chat function to control their own playback i'm curious as to how that works uh, well i guess if you have the hulu app on a mobile device then it should be pretty easy to, you know, pop up the chat function and and talk back and forth. But if you're using like a, a smart TV. an Apple TV yeah. or a Roku or something like that, you know, the the chat function, you you may have to jump through a couple hoops to do that. Yeah. You know, uh, they'll figure it out. You know, this is all new. You know, this is like this is that new normal that we were yeah. talking about in the pre-show, and it's only going to get better. You know, you'll have fine to tune it how to. Right. To where video, you know, two way video, you know, you can group it together with video chat so you can actually see, see each other while you're watching the movie members. and see your right, expressions right. and laugh and together and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. 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 So all that will come eventually, because like I said, like we mentioned, all this stuff is the new normal. So, yep. So, yeah. All right. So that's it for second string. Let's head on over to for the culture. And this is a doozy uh this week uh uh what we have in for the culture so of course twitter being what twitter is um apparently um this restaurant in dallas um called mm -hmm. true kitchen and cocktails the owner went viral because someone recorded his uh rant in his restaurant um, apparently it was like, you know, people love to throw trap in front of something, trap yoga, trap brunch, trap uh -huh. this, trap that. Uh -huh. So, um, they had, uh, it, it's appears to be some sort of, uh, event brunch at this particular restaurant. Um, and a 52 second video, um, was posted of the owner, Kevin Kelly, going mm -hmm. off cursing out his 
patrons and uh, some, I think that the, the tweet that I saw, it was like restaurant suicide was the caption. And I mean, you know, it wasn't just, you know, okay, guys, it was some respectability politics thrown in there. It was some cursing thrown in there and get out. We don't need your money thrown in there. It was pretty, um, it was a lot. And it all started apparently um, by some of the restaurant guests um, twerking on the chairs um, in the restaurant. And um, apparently from, from what I'm gathering, you know, it's all kind of fuzzy, um, the, the owner did approach the ladies before and ask them not to, to twerk on the couches and apparently right, they didn't pay, yeah, apparently they didn't pay him no mind and they continu- continued mm-hmm. to twerk at the brunch and then he just, uh, went off, uh, lost it. Yeah. So <laughs> a little bit what he said, I'm reading a, an article from the Dallas news, but the, in the article that we'll have in the show notes, it has the video as well. And it starts off with, I invested a lot of money into buying this building, developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go. Then he tells the DJ to stop, but all this twerking and he curses and he just kind of goes in. We don't, you can get out of my restaurant. Just imagine explicit explicit language in this. I'm cleaning it up because, I mean, we're a family show. Um, And he was Mm -hmm. like, anybody who doesn't like what I have to say can go because I don't need your money. So, yeah, right, so right. the tweet uh, pulled in millions of views in less than a day, and it's still going because on Instagram, right. there are still people responding and making, it's turned into a whole meme now, it's a whole joke now. So right. it's like right. different jokes uh, around it. Um, so the, the owner has even come out to stand by his statement. He is mm-hmm. not backing down. He said what he said. Right. He said it with his whole chest, and he meant it. So my question to you is, do you think it was some respectability politics or a good business in what he did? Well, it's both, right? Um, The respectability politics comes in where he mentions that women who he was addressing specifically because they were the target of his rant or his earlier issues that built up to this rant, the respectability politics comes in to where he mentions that I've created this atmosphere to where people can come and behave a certain way Mm -hmm. specifically. And he specifically points out to the women, you know, my customer base is 75% women and, you know, I have some men here too, who, you know, uh, patron the establishment and you know they want to be able to respect women as well so the respectability of politics come in to where it's like okay well if you dress a certain way or you do a certain thing that lets that makes you by default less desirable less respected and able to be disrespected sex or yeah. by Right, right. So you, if you wear, if you look like a, if you look like a hoe, then don't be surprised if people treat you like a hoe. That's respectability politics, mm-hmm. which is not the case. You should be free to wear whatever, but still be respected until you show them otherwise. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where, and that's I think that's where he made a mistake to where, assuming that because they were 
out of line in his mind specifically but right in his mind them specifically but we as black people as a whole this is going to be a strike against us because they specifically are in this restaurant act in a certain way that he doesn't necessarily agree with so that would that i think that's the main thing he tripped up on to where he could have done he could have worded it a little bit better and even in his you know double down he does say it was a poor church choice of wording he didn't say specifically what part was poor choice because on top of the respectability politics he was also cursing like curse curse words money yeah right 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 so i think that's where he slipped up right another place where i think he could have uh averted or diverted a lot of this newfound you know attention is the environment itself right because the music he was playing led to the attitudes or the actions right so if i was a business owner and and, you know owning a restaurant i've never ran a restaurant so i'm not going to assume i'm i'm the expert but if i was in this position i probably would have reached out to them first like he did Mm -hmm. like according to the stories he mentioned you know he reached out to them and talked to them privately and said hey i'd appreciate it if you not stand on my furniture which is janky by the way let me not absolve these women because they ain't gonna go in their own house and stand on furniture and do all this other stuff mm-hmm. how dare you go to an establishment of somebody else's and do this so i'm not absolving them at all but you know back to the story you know he reached out to them personally and said hey i appreciate it if y'all don't do this so on and so forth then they commenced to do it my stance is okay well what 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 can i do to stop this behavior mm-hmm. the first thing i would have did was ask him leave to the dj right no not even that i wouldn't even did that i would have said hey dj play something else whatever you're playing play some smooth it. jazz play some smooth jazz <laughs> you know play some 90s you know, r&b whatever, something whatever whatever because i'm or cut the music off together all together because obviously it wasn't just him that saw this these actions. It was the whole Obviously, restaurant. The whole restaurant knew what was going on. So him simply cutting the music would have clearly sent a message. Stop. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you can't, I mean, I guess you can twerk without music, but the whole, you, you hear the, the whole, rhythm. This the whole, body, yeah, right? it's in the atmosphere. Yeah. Right, right. Change the atmosphere, change the environment, you change the actions, right? So I think that's another area where he could have, you know, calmed it down. But again, I mean, it's his restaurant. To his benefit or to his detriment, he can run it however he wants, however he wants to run it. And this is how he decides he wants to run it. Then he's got to be okay with the with the fallback. And these jokes, because he's been getting the jokes. And my thing is, you have an issue with a table. If you talk to them, it didn't help. Even if he kept the music playing, the next step would have been, you know, asking them to leave. If they didn't leave quietly, then you got to get, you know, some security or or whatever the case may be. But to basically curse out the whole restaurant and basically put that on everybody that was in there that were just trying to drink their mimosas and eat their chicken and waffles. You talking, you saying black people, blacks. For black, I mean, you're making it seem you're trying to do that to all of them when it was just a smaller population who you had an issue with. And that's the gift and the curse to black folks in general, because we should not have to. 
be the example for the entire race. Mm-hmm. But we know we are. Yeah. We know, you know, we, we I should not, my behavior as Terrence Gaines should not reflect on this show's behavior or your behavior, Nika Monfort, right? Mm-hmm. But it does. It does. Because if I say something, you know, unlike, you know, other people like white people, this is the privilege that we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? This whole white privilege thing. It's not this overt thing. It's something simple as a white person can do something and it reflect on them specifically. I can do something as a black man and it reflects on black men. Mm-hmm. It reflects on black people. So what he was trying to do was he was trying to make a case for we need to do better. And this is a prime example of how we need to do better when we shouldn't have to, right? It right. shouldn't be, it should not be he feels bad as a business, a black owned restaurant business owner that these group of people have decided to do this thing at this one time and that reflects on the whole restaurant. He should not feel that way. Yeah. So he does, but as a result, you know, this is where it comes out because we shouldn't, right? right. So it's kind of like a gift and a curse. Right. And and I find it interesting because um, after he made that comment, um, I saw people posting on Twitter, um, apparently at another restaurant of full of white people. It was outdoors, people were eating, and they played um, Cardi B and Megan Stallion's WAP. And the white girls got up, were singing the song, explicit language and all, up having uh-huh. themselves a ball. And the only okay. thing that happened was... They finished their song and they sat back down and continued eating. And the person that was videoing it, there was a guy sitting at her table and he was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, that type of thing. But they let them finish their song and then they sat back down and went back to it. And not nobody, nobody nobody thought anything specifically, you know, and again, that's an internal thing. right? Right. Because maybe if we internally didn't feel like we were responsible for the actions for of every black system. Yeah. Right. We could have the space to be ourselves and not have to have that extra. Okay. Well, let me make sure I'm, you know, not showing out. Let me make sure I'm not, you know, I'm representing the race. Right. You right. Know, because but I, yeah. internally, you know, and as a result, this is how it comes out because he felt like we shouldn't be acting this way. You right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how he felt. And since this is his restaurant, this is how he decided to do it. When, in fact, not in fact, when the opposite could be true as well. It's this could have just been a uh, an incident amongst this group. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, he could have went specifically to this group and said, hey, I appreciate you if y'all don't do this. They do it again. He gives them a second warning or he says, you know what, I'm going to need y'all to leave. And that be it. He could still play the music because the videos that I saw, I've seen more leading up to mm-hmm. them actually come out and addressing the, the restaurant. The whole restaurant, yeah. They were doing the line dances. They were, they were, I mean. Doing what black people do at a restaurant. And that's a trap or a like a brunch type DJ type thing. You play the song, with, they got a line dance. I don't care where you at. Black people are going to get up and line dance. That's just what we do. And then you go on to the, and then you go on to the next song. You tone it down. You sit back down. Back you go down, back, back eating your business. waffles. Yeah. So, you know, you can make a case that he was trying to have his cake and eat it, too. He was I trying think... to create this environment, mm-hmm. but he didn't want it to 
be take where he didn't want to be too black control that you can't control people's actions yeah right you right. can't, you can't start actions, you can't so. start with the premise of the whole restaurant doing a line dance to the cupid shuffle then they play cardi b and then they start doing what you do to a cardi b song and i don't think it was the issue of them doing it on the chair if they were just twerking, standing, or near the table, he would have had a problem with it. So I think it was just, you know, the whole respectability. It's cool when we do the line dance and we all have a good time. But then when you start to make us look bad, then it's a problem. And like I said before, you know, you tell them the whole restaurant, I don't need your money. And that that's, I was like, gonna go well. that's not going to go over well. Right, because what you're not going to do, whether I'm wrong, if I'm wrong and I'm standing on your furniture blatantly, <laughs> what you're not going to do is tell me you don't need my money about myself <laughs> in front of all these people. Right. I'm going to clap back because what you're not going to do is disrespect me. Right. Even though I'm, Even I'm in the wrong restaurant. Right. That's how we what do you're not going to do. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what happened. So here yeah. we are. Right? Here we are. <laughs> so I'm inter- first of all, let's not miss the obvious pink elephant in the room. I ain't see no masks. This right. restaurant doesn't look very large. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. There was no social distancing. Do y'all, do they just forget that we are in a panty right now? Uh, like, like I mentioned <laughs> in the pre-show, um, people are over it. And there was a lot of people there. And I think most people, not most people, a uh, uh, a nice number of people made that comment why are there so many people at this brunch in the first place? And it just goes to show people are over it. They're over it. Because the space doesn't look very large. There's some pictures on the article that I'm looking at. And the space doesn't mm-hmm. look very large. You can look at, you know, the video itself. It doesn't look like a very large space. So they, and it was a lot of people in there. So this might turn out to be a super spreader event as well. So the restaurant might have to be closed down. Because, well, it is Texas, so I don't think Texas has the same guidelines. I think everything is open in Texas, much like Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I, so they'll probably be fine in the respect of, you know, following the rule of the law. But following the rules of the CDC guidelines, they, they, they failed all the guidelines. Right. You know, uh, so that's first and foremost, right? That's but first. Going, <laughs> you know, going forward, I think his whole idea is... You know, this is not that's not the environment that or the experience rather that he wants to portray. But you and can't play that kind of music and, and you can't like you said, he wants his cake and eat it too. He was fine with the line dancing and all the mm-hmm. people there. And the, and, and the extra music yeah. and the loudness because he's got a DJ over there. I mean, you got a whole DJ. DJ that right. doesn't I mean, there are plenty I've been to, you know, restaurants and brunches where they had a DJ, but because you had a DJ, it was a de facto dance floor wherever you were because you got a DJ and he's playing all the hot records. So what you do to that? Plus, I think I saw someone right. saying that they were waiting two hours for food. So all they were having were really cocktails because the food mm-hmm. hadn't come out. So you got trap music, you got no food and cocktails. Right. It's People, a recipe. Em- empty stomachs drinking. Right. <laughs> and stand it. Right, with a live DJ. So you kind of got what was... And he was playing the song. I've never heard the song before, but I'm reading the story. He says, um, uh, Customer Trice Jones and her sister 
had been in a restaurant for about an hour at the time of the incident, she said. She believes the music played a part and notes that Lil Ronnie song, oh. throw that ass in a circle. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's probably a Dallas song. So the name of the song itself is telling you what to do. To... <laughs> The so twerking. you can't be surprised, right? When they so actually throw that in a circle. Obviously, he was surprised. And, I mean, it's his right to run a restaurant however he wants to run it. But, again, I don't feel like it's not fair to him. And it's not fair to the patrons that are at the subject of this that they feel and he feels that their actions or the actions that took place in this restaurant represents the black community as a whole because it shouldn't and it doesn't yeah you know but i think the lesson is stay out of restaurants if you do go into <laughs> restaurants wear a mask and right. social distance the end right right <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about it <laughs> yeah i don't think he's gonna have people in the restaurant so i think it's gonna be fine he i don't think he's gonna yeah. have that problem especially when you tell people i don't need your money you know telling a black person i don't need your money is Ooh, that's a lot. There are, there are people, there are people who believe in respectability. Oh politics. yeah, so maybe he'll, maybe there those folks people, will come. Right, there are people who believe who subscribe that, to respectability. There's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot right. of black people. So yeah. you know, all right. So you never know. You never know. Maybe that's the crowd he'll get. He'll get the respectability politics crowd. They may not drink as much, um, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe they'll show. It'll be they'll spend all the money. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if we hear anything else about True Kitchen and Cocktail and uh, about no, their we'll business. We'll change the channel. Something else, something else will come up and we'll change the channel. Yeah. I think we, I think the channel, well, the channel hasn't changed because it's still going on and I'm still laughing. But um, I know mm. we have um, the, the issue here in Georgia, um, you know, where the Republicans are turning on them on each other now. The, the elections mm-hmm. guy from Georgia, he pretty much called Trump out and all those folks because... Uh, Raff, Raffensperger. Yeah, Raffensperger called him out, you know, because uh-huh. they've... Uh-huh. Uh, the young guy, they put a noose out and... I mean, it's... Trust me, it's plenty of stuff that will come in and take this place, but... Divert our attention. Divert right? our attention, but this... But I'm surprised this has gone on this long because normally right. it... You know, the Twitter cycle is like a day. This is going well, on. People have strong time. opinions. Yeah. People have strong opinions, you know, of her act of the actions of the group, you know, the actions of the restaurant owner, you know, how, like we mentioned, how black people should be acting. You know, that's a, 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 a long time issue, a struggle, you know, in the black community. And, you know, there is no one right way, you know, and for him trying to for 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 the ladies or whoever was the target being out of line, I you know, like you mentioned, wherever they were twerking, it was going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're not supposed to disrespect people's furniture. You know, this is not a club. And I think that was the point he was trying to make. When you go to, a, um, again, I'm out the game, but the popular thing to do in a club is stand on the furniture. Yes. And That's it's, the just, it's like a thing. It's like a thing, right? So I guess in his mind, he was like, well, I'm not a club. So for the fact that y'all standing on my furniture, y'all out of place, number one, for standing on people's furniture. Number two, this is not a club. That's this is not the environment to do that. 
you know, so that is one thing. And then again, like I said, the larger issue is to feel like he had to take it to that's not how black folks act, you know, is another thing. Yeah. And that's probably why this is going so long because people have strong opinions yeah. on, well, on like, both sides, black people act. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, people, he was right. I don't see him. I don't see anything he said was wrong. And then it was like other people that were like, you know, he just going with the respectability right. politics kind of deal. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it'll, I'm sure it'll continue to play out probably over the next, it probably should start to fizzle out by tomorrow. Right. Um, because it's still today's Wednesday. And I just saw uh, an Instagram post, you know, getting people's, you know, gif gifts and memes about it. Well, so another thing people have done on social media is latch on to a trending story. Mm. <laughs> so that's probably why this is going on even longer is because people have recognized, okay, if I put this up or I talk about this, I'm going to get some likes and some engagement, I'm gonna get some likes, I'm going to get some conversation. I'm going to get some back and forth. And that equates to, okay, I'm influential. Now mm-hmm. I'm the, you know, the whatever, whatever, whatever homegirl on the scene, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you've made a business out of, you know, shade room and gossip and, you know, all these other places that do stuff like this, mm-hmm. you know, they see the traction that those stories gets on those sites. Yep. And it's like, well, why can't I do that? So then something like this pops up, perfect opportunity to get your name out there. Yep. Because this happened on Sunday night. So last Sunday. So, you know, it's what, four days later and we're still talking about it. So, so yeah. All right. That is it for the culture. Let's head on over to what Brother Tech has in the hookup. All right. All right. So, you know, I've been trying to uh, I I'm not into the heavy customization of the home screen since iOS 14 has been announced. You know, people have been changing colors. They've been changing icons. You know, you've got that. There's a, it's a whole it's a business now to where yeah. people, yeah, it's a business. People are making money selling templates and all that. So I'm not going that far, but I did need to kind of jazz up my home screen with some additional widgets. The native widgets, they're kind of whack for Apple. So I stumbled upon this uh, event countdown app. And the cool thing about this event countdown app is you can create a countdown for pretty much any date. So in my case, you know, I've got 30 days until my birthday is coming. You know, hey, so let me figure out how to make a countdown for that. So basically what you do is you, the name of the app is event countdown app from widget studio and i'll put a link we'll put a link in the show notes to the blog post that i did um and basically what you do is you go uh download the app it's a free app um basically what you do is you go in and you select a uh date you will create the countdown you put if you want to add the date if you want to add a color you can add an icon for the countdown and then once you've created this countdown you go into your phone and do the the traditional thing that you do is, you know, add a widget to your home screen. You search for the event countdown app. It opens up. You it, you can select the actual event countdowns that you've created, and then you can put those on your home screen. So that's all. Just wanted to 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 highlight, you know, anybody that does like a countdown for like your birthday, right? You can also do a countdown for when you go on your next trip. You can do a countdown for, you know, uh, getting married or getting engaged or whatever 
thing that you would want to see when you open up your phone so you can actually see how many days are left. You know, if you have a weight loss journey, whatever the case, buying a new car, whatever you can think of, and it has a date associated with it, you can use this event countdown app and create a nice little widget for your home screen to get that at a glance view of the days remaining for your event. Cool. Something to look yep. forward to, especially for 2021 when we can start hopefully doing things right. again. Right. You can put a, <laughs> one of the, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, uh, suggestions that I put on my blog was uh, I'll put a put a countdown for when the the, the zombies show up after people <laughs> start taking the vaccine, right? Put a countdown to that because yeah. you know there's some people who are going to be looking funny. <laughs> I'm going to let them try the vaccine out. Right. Um, black people have been experimented on enough. I think it's someone else's turn to try right. out with the vaccine first. So right. I'm going to let them do that. And I'm just going to continue to stay inside and wear my mask when I do have to go out and use my hand sanitizer. Right. Yeah. One of the other ones, maybe you could use this one, you know, do a countdown for when outside opens back. Up, you, know, <laughs> right. so, you know, put a countdown for that. So that, I thought that was cool. So I just thought yeah. I'd share that. Cool. All right. That's our show for this week. So definitely download, rate, and review us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also hit us up on the social media outlets, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're at Cast everywhere. Also, be sure to tune in on YouTube. We're at Cast there as well. Make sure you like and subscribe to our channels. That would definitely help. Also, you can leave us uh, any comments or suggestions on either our website, snobblewestcast.com, or shoot us over an email at snobblewestcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, you too can become a Patreon for as little as $5 a month by subscribing at patreon.com slash snobblewestcast. With that $5 a month, you get access to our pre-show content, access to our live taping, and access to our discord live chat and i think that's it for this week we'll see you guys next week that's it bye peace